You are about to listen to the S. Anthony Says Podcast, starring S. Anthony Thomas. <laughs> you lucky bastards. All right, this is S. Anthony. Glad you came back. Ready for the next one? All right, here we go. Go! Well, hello, hello, SAS fam, and welcome to a new edition of the S. Anthony Says Podcast. I am your host, S. Anthony Thomas, and of course, this is S. Anthony Says, a.k.a. the S. Anthony Says Podcast. And I want to thank you guys for coming back, you sick bastards. You've been here every week for me for a little over a year now, and you keep bringing people back. And I'm telling you right now, in all seriousness, I appreciate it. And keep it up, my friends. Keep it up. I want to give you some advice, my friends. If you want to maintain a healthy back, particularly your lower back, I want you to do this. Take this really, really good advice from the S machine, a.k.a. a me. Whatever you do, don't do what I did and don't fall down a flight of steps. Okay? (laughs) I know what you're thinking, but I love falling down flights of steps. I love slipping and falling down steps. I know. I know it's fun to fall down a flight of steps and bang yourself up pretty good. I know it seems like a fun thing to do. I know the jackass movies make it look like it's something that would be enjoyable. But I got to be honest with you. I didn't enjoy it at all. It only took about four seconds, but I got news for you. It was a pretty unpleasant four seconds. And I would recommend that you don't do it. Because right now my back feels like somebody's jamming spikes through it. (laughs) But I'm still podcasting. What, What does that say about me? What does that say about how I feel about you? That's right. I got love for my sass fam. You're the best, damn it. And speaking of the best, so is this pain medication. (laughs) I was just telling the unicorn that I was talking to a couple of minutes before I pushed the record button. I said, unicorn. And the unicorn looked back at me and said, wow, you're messed up. And I said, don't judge me, unicorn. You don't even exist in the real world, even though I'm looking at you right now. <laughs> I was actually arguing with a unicorn. That's really that's really kind of a bad sign. That maybe the, you, the person who pushed the button to push the medication into your back pushed it a little too long. Is that is that a bad? I think that's a bad indication. Excuse me. Could you stop pushing the button to give me medication into my back? Could you could you stop doing that? OK. Oh, could you please start doing that again? Okay, that's great. Because <laughs> my back fucking hurts. Now listen, I wanted to ask you a question. And I wanted to talk to you about something interesting here. Um, I was looking, somebody sent a picture to me on Twitter. And by the way, my Twitter is at S. Anthony Thomas and also at S. Anthony Says. I would suggest you follow both because I'm incredible. Um, they sent a picture to me of a of a of a chemical company, a large chemical company whose name will not be mentioned because I don't want to get sued. (laughs) And they had on hazmat suits as they sprayed chemicals on the food that we're going to be eating. Now, before you go away, I know there's going to be some people going, oh, this guy's not going to start one of those friggin' liberal people, liberal with the liberal, liberal with the business, no business, liberal, liberal with No, I'm not. I'm all about making some bread because I want to be rich and powerful so I can buy the government. I I, I mean, uh, help people. I want to I'm gonna help people by the government. It's a it's a it's a it's an old Greek term. It means um, help people. I know it sounds like I was saying I wanted to buy the government, but that's, <laughs> that's the farthest thing 
for my capabilities for now anyway so these guys were they were covered in these hazmat suits as they were spraying chemicals on the food and the funny thing about it is these the the, the big companies they spend so much money trying to figure out ways to make the food bigger or to make more of the food because if we can make more of it if we can make it bigger we're going to make we're going to sell more and if we can sell more we're going to make more money and if we can do it for less we can make more profit and more 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 and they really and, and if you really think about it every time they do this it's always thinking really really short term they have long term goals but they have really really short term thinking because you see if the person spraying that crap on the food has to wear suits that stop every bit of oxygen from going in and they're wearing air tanks, what do you think's going to happen to the people that eat that crap? Yes, you're going to make a little money now because you're going to have t- tomatoes that are 14 feet tall. I get it. But when you kill them at 42 years old, they can't buy anything. Oh, I know what you're thinking. It doesn't matter if they croak. By the time they're 42, they already had their four kids and we'll just sell it to them and then they'll have four kids. And we don't have- <laughs> You pieces of shit. No. You see, big companies. I know that which, by the way, if you heard a scratching sound, that was me rubbing my face in my beard. That's right, ladies. I have a beard right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. My beard. So, so what I'm saying is big companies. Listen. If you really want to make some serious dough and actually not kill your customers, here's the, here's the plan. Take a little of that money that you use to turn tomato, you put fish jeans and tomatoes and all that kind of crap. Forget all of that crap. What you need to do is take the foods that people actually want to eat and make them healthy. You know, I mean, I know if I became a vegetarian and or a vegan, I'd be 10 times healthier. I was damn near a vegetarian when I, when I initially moved to Los Angeles and I was in the best shape of my life. But I'm not doing that shit again. <laughs> I'm an American, you bastards. I want my damn cheeseburgers. That's right. I said it. But what I'm saying is large chemical companies, you know. You just go and you build a result in. And as soon as you see a result, meaning the tomatoes are bigger or the fish are larger, the cows are 19,000 pounds, you go, okay, well, there's a 19,000 pound cow. We're going to make more money because there's more meat. This is going to be really easy. I understand that. That's short term thinking. Think long term. I know it's going to cost money up front to do what I want you to do. I know that it's going to cost a lot of money because you're going to have to spend money to do tests to make sure that the result doesn't have a side effect that kills the customer or make the customer sick or even a small percentage of the customers. But you know it's possible to do. You just haven't decided to do it. When we make foods healthy, we just take the sugar out. But just like a football team, if you take a good player off the team, that guy's an asshole. Get him out of there. I mean, great, you got the asshole out of there and the team is, the locker room is nicer. But when you go on the field to play, you get your ass whipped because the defense doesn't have to worry about that guy anymore because you took him out. It's the same thing with a cupcake, man. You take the sugar out of a cupcake. Great. You can eat the cupcake now if you have a problem with sugar. But the cupcake tastes like shit, so you're not going to eat it. You know, cheesesteaks. Yes, you have a weight problem. You can't eat that cheesesteak. You eat that cheesesteak with the sauce and the this and the meat and the, and the gravy and the this and the that, the, the, the sugar and the, the, the ketchup and the this. You can't eat that because you're trying to lose weight. 
chemical companies come up with a cheesesteak or a cheeseburger or a pizza that has zero calories or is healthy for people. Tastes exactly like they taste right now in the unhealthy versions, but you would be using chemicals to make the new versions taste as good as the original versions. And do you know how much money you would make? I mean, think about all the people that are eating healthy right now and got all these billions of dollars going into the health food industry. Just imagine if you came up with a chocolate chip cookie that tasted just like a chocolate chip cookie, but was healthy as a piece of broccoli. Oh, you'd make a lot of money. Oh, imagine that. Right? You know, come on, big companies. There's a lot of problems you could solve. Stop being lazy. Stop just trying to solve the problem quickly and just go, let's just make this quick money and not go for the long term. Come on. Come up with a condom that feels as good as not having a condom on. You trust me. I can tell you from personal experience, you have not perfected that yet. Okay. You need to work on that. I've been in relationships where she was on birth control. You know what I'm saying? And I was not using condoms and I was like, oh, ha, 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 yay. But then I was also when, when, before we got serious and we were just getting it on and we, we used condoms and she wasn't, I was like, hey, this is pretty nice. But then without the condom, oh, <laughs> come on, man. If you came up with a condom that felt like not wearing a condom, oh, you'd be a trillionaire. You came up with a cookie that tastes like a good cookie, but it was a healthy cookie and it tastes like the unhealthy cookie. Bam, trillionaire. Come on, man. Big companies, stop being greedy and be smart greedy. Don't be dumb greedy. Dumb greedy is is somebody that steals a car. Smart greedy is someone who finds a way to make himself so valuable and people pay him so much money that he can just get the car. That's smart greedy. Be smart greedy companies. I know you're billionaires, billion dollar companies now. I know you CEOs are making millions of dollars now. I get it. But I also know the fact that you guys have all that money and are still trying to get more. I commend you for having that kind of drive. But your drive is dumb. Oh my, just imagine a world where there's a whole bunch of dudes in shape watching a football game shoving pizza down their throat with no consequences. Oh man. Imagine if you had beer that actually tasted like beer, but didn't get anybody jacked up. Oh, people are going to go, well, what about this other beer? This non-alcoholic beer, non-alcoholic beer tastes like what I imagine death tastes like. Okay. It sucks. Don't let anybody tell you any different. Well, this beer is non-alcoholic. Why would I want that crap taste without the buzz? I personally don't like being buzzed, which is why I don't drink alcohol or do drugs. But if you do, come on, man. We sit there, but we had safety belts in cars and airbags in cars. You know, do we have cars that can drive themselves? That would actually stop before they run over stuff? How come we can't just do that? Hmm? Come on, guys. Come on, big companies. I understand the greed, but be smart greedy. Don't be dumb greedy. There's nothing worse than dumb greedy. Come on, man. You can even see that in interpersonal relationships. I know guys, <laughs> I know a guy, really good looking guy, you know what I'm saying, with the perfect this and then the, got the money that then looks good, this, that, this. so good looking that as a regular looking guy, I'm not even, you ever see a guy who's better looking than you and you're jealous of him? This guy is so much better looking than everybody else, you're not even jealous of him. I remember I was in the gym. When I was back, when I was uh, you know working out and taking martial arts back in the day, and by the way, I was not an advanced martial arts student. So if you if you go back and listen to my podcast, it'll tell you what the deal is with that. But what I'm saying is, 
Plus says, Podcasts free range brain farming is your morality. Atheist analysis shared a post with podcasts atheist analysis. Do you hear that in the background? Brain farming. Yeah, uh, I made the mistake of leaving my laptop on, and it was now uh, it was re- it was letting me know that I got an email. Uh, <laughs> I forgot to close the laptop down. Sorry about that. So if you hear the weird void voice in the background, it's uh it's that it's okay. I'm having sex with a robot, and she was jealous. Okay, don't judge me. You don't know that good robot love. Oh yeah. I remember one day I walked up to her and I said, "We should get married." She says, "She said to me." We should get married. But first, you must charge me up, you sick bastard. And I said, okay, I'll charge you up. <laughs> that didn't happen. Back to the fr- back to the story. So this guy was so much better looking than everybody else, okay? And you weren't even jealous of the guy. But he was dumb greedy and not smart greedy. Okay? He was so good looking that women that like the super dude. See, women like, some women like the... The teddy bear type, that's the women that like me. Some women like the pretty boy type, and that's the pretty boy type, like the Brad Pitts or the Denzel Washington types. And some people like the ultra mega, super duper mega, ultra pretty types. And they go after that guy. And they usually, when they're young or up until a certain age, will do whatever that guy wants. So what this guy does as a jackass, he's dumb greedy. He gets it on with one girl at lets her think she's the one, gets it on with another girl, lets her think she's the one. And so he does this with five or six women, and eventually they find out about each other, and let's just say hot grits on the balls are not a pleasant experience from what I understand. It's a funny experience to me because it didn't happen to me. It happened to somebody else who was stupid. <laughs> that, 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 that must have hurt. But the funny thing about it was he was so good looking to these women, he could have literally said, listen, I'd just like to play the field, and they would have happily gotten it on with him He could have had all five of those women getting it on with him, knowing that they were other women and competing with other women for his affections. That's right. Now, I'm not condoning that action, but if you're going to be greedy, be smart, greedy. Tell all the women, listen, I'm trying to play the field. I just came out of a relationship. I just want to date around right now. I'm not sure. I don't know if I want to be serious yet. Well, well, how about about we all just bang the crap out of you and give you increasing different, different favors, basically so you can lean towards us and eventually pick us as the only one? Wait a second. You you mean to tell me that you hot women are going to really, really viciously bang me nonstop and then do all sorts of disgusting things to out bang each other till I can pick which one of you bangs me the best and then eventually you will think that I will pick you because you're the most bangable of the five women banging me hmm, that sounds good but no this dumb bastard decided to lie to the women and they threw hot grits on his nuts okay they threw hot grits at his nuts only a little bit of the hot grits got on his nuts because if they'd all got on his nuts he'd probably be dead now from an infection but here's the story be smart greedy, not dumb greedy. You know? And big businesses have a have a real big problem with being dumb greedy. All you gotta do is be of service to people in some way. Just do something that people like. You know, if you're, if you're honest with people, most people are pretty cool. I, I've, I've noticed that. When I did customer service and I, and I messed up, I said, listen, I made a mistake and I'm going to correct it for you. Well, it's, hey, listen, I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I made a mistake in the calculations here, and I'm going to make sure. It's going to still get to you on time. I just wanted to let you know that it was my mistake. Well, at least you admitted it. When I moved to L.A. originally, um, when I got my first brand new car, I actually hit the, another car in the garage. What well, was a truck, right? 
And I told the guy. And at first the guy's like, you yeah. screaming, yelling. And then, and then uh, he calmed down. And he went, you know what? First of all, you didn't do any real damage. And second of all, I would have never known if you didn't tell me. You know what? I'm going to get it fixed myself. He didn't. I t- I was ready to pay the money. I had insurance. He says, you know what? It's not going to cost that much. For being honest, because you didn't even have to tell me anything. You fix your car. I'll fix my car. You know? Now, I'm not saying that's always going to happen because you ain't me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, the special magic that the S machine has, you know? <laughs> I remember one time I was walking down an alley. And there were some people there, and I walked up and smacked them in the mouth, and I punched one guy in the face. And they got up and they said, what did you do that for? And I said, you know what? I'm just in a bad mood right now. And I'm assessing your physical abilities. I was pretty sure that if we were to actually get into a fight that I could beat both of you. So instead of beating you up, I just punched you in the stomach and smacked you in the face because I felt like it. And they went, you know what? As it turns out, we both have weapons and you couldn't beat us because we're both black belts. But because you were honest, we're not going to fuck you up right now. And I said, you know what? You guys are the greatest. And then I ran home. (laughs) That did not happen. Okay, listen, all I'm saying is, is that when I look at these, when I look at these big companies and all they think about is the short term, I got to get the, I got to make more uh, tomatoes. I got to make more of this food or I got to make more of this product. And they think in terms of selling as many as possible without checking to see if there's going to be some kind of problem for the end user end user. It's short term thinking. It's dumb greedy. The companies that are going to succeed and last for a long period of time, if you notice nowadays, are the ones that have the best customer service. You know, it, it takes a while to build up a reputation in customer service because it takes time. It takes time to to, uh, to, to, to do the work. It takes time for people to, to trust you. And then once they trust you, then they begin to spread through word of mouth how great you are. That takes time. And a company that thinks that way will succeed on the long term and won't be hated and it's the same thing with people. You know, if you do the right things, you cool to people on a regular basis. It comes back to you, you know? Yeah. It comes back to you. Yeah. You didn't think I was going to use my golden tones and sing at the end of the segment, did you? But that's my gift to you. Merry Christmas, you sick bastards. Okay, you weird bastards. A lot of people have been emailing me uh, after the Sony hack. I did some, a couple of Sony hack t- uh, tweets. And if anybody's listening to this podcast in the distant future and you're going back through the catalog, basically what happened was the Sony movie company was hacked and a lot of their information was let out, meaning personal email scripts and things of that nature. And many of the people uh, said disparaging things about their stars, uh, with those stars including Angelina Jolie and comedian Kevin Hart. And I am stunned that people are stunned that executives making a lot of money say disparaging and slightly racist things about people when they don't think anyone is listening. Okay? (laughs) Everybody was shocked. I can't believe they made black jokes and racist references to the president of the United States. I can't believe that no one that, that I can't believe that people didn't assume that that was happening in the first place. There's really no difference between the executives and Hollywood. Some of them. I mean, there are good ones there, too. I've actually known a couple of them that were pretty cool. They didn't give me no damn movies, but they were nice people. Bastards. 
But let's, you know, but politicians and who have power and people in Hollywood who have power, some of them are very, very similar. Essentially, what they are is a, a group of people who can make decisions on something that is generating lots of money and they feel a sense of entitlement because they have that power. And if you're underneath them or they perceive you to be underneath them, they get upset if you don't do exactly what they say. I mean, think about it. They had an executive saying that Angelina Jolie was minimally talented. And I'm sitting there going, over and above the fact that she's scorching hot, take that out of the equation. The woman can act her ass off. We've seen the movies. You're not talking about someone we don't know, someone whose work we haven't seen over the past 20 years. We know she can act because we've seen it. The simple fact, that's like someone going, I can't stand that minimally talented Kobe Bryant. We've seen him play basketball. You're just being a dick when you say that. Okay? So why would we be shocked? I mean, politicians do that crap all the time. Every time they, they get caught all the time with emails and bridge blocking and 47%. And, and that's and those are two uh, Republican references. But the Democrats do the same crap when you catch them off guard. Politicians all do the same shit. Executives all do the same shit. When they're not, when they're not, when they don't think anyone's listening, they tell you what they really think. And quite frankly, they don't like you unless you're giving them money. Now, in the case of Hollywood, it's not necessarily about you giving them money, but it's about the money you make them pay you. I remember one guy goes, oh, Kevin Hart, I'm not saying he's a whore, but he's a whore. And the reason he was upset with Kevin Hart was, see, Kevin Hart is very, very active in social media, and he basically and rightfully says it's his brand, and he's protecting his brand. And I knew that beforehand. And if you watched his social media sites, you realize how he protects that and how he uses it for his own good. It's his social media site. It's not Sony social media site that in his part of the Sony social media site. It's his personal Instagram, his personal Twitter, his personal whatever. Over and above the, the a site that would be, like I said, if I had a television program and it was the S. Anthony Thomas show and I was working for Sony, it would be Sony's website. And on Sony's website would be a web page or a web section called the S. Anthony Thomas show. But if I had my own website and I built up my own audience by busting my ass and it's the S. Anthony Thomas dot com. I'll do with it what the fuck I want to. And if you want to be a part of this thing that I built myself and I use that to help you out, yeah, you got to give me more money. Now, it, there are parts, that, there are some people that would say, well, you know, it, it behooves him to use his power on his own social media sites to pump up the movies. And in some estimations, that's right. But if he's not getting a big percentage on the back end, he's just generating money for them. Well, what about his brand? It helps him a lot to have hit movies. Really? Seriously? Do you know how much they pay him for these movies? Three or four million dollars? Fuck out of here. A person of his stature should be making ten million dollars a film. That's what he should be making per film. And if he was making ten million dollars a film the way he should be making ten million dollars a film, I would say, just like everybody else, shut the fuck up and use your social media. But he's being underpaid for what he brings to the box office. He's being underpaid. And when you're being underpaid, when you know you're making a third of what you should be making, and then you have the balls to say, by the way, we're paying you a third of what you should be making for the work you're doing and for what you're generating. And in addition to that, we want to tap into the stuff you built on your own. Fuck you. <laughs> you know, if I go to a if I go to an office and I'm working for a guy and he's paying me not enough money, and then he goes, you know, we, we you know what? There's not enough food in this cafeteria. I want to send some of the employees over to your house. Would you mind cooking for him? Would you mind kissing my black ass? Hell no. 
I don't know why anybody would be shocked that executives are saying this stupid shit. I just assume executives are saying nasty stuff about about people because I, I think I talked about this in, in another podcast. Um, I had uh, one of my old managers knows that I have a, an extremely thick skin when it comes to jackasses saying things. So what happens is in Hollywood and in, and in New York, too, it's the same thing. You have an agent or a manager, and they're the ones, usually the agent, they're the ones that talk to the executives. And if the executives, just like a, a sports star negotiating with an, with an agent, what they'll do is they'll kind of downgrade you or say things that are negative about you to improve their, meaning the company or the sports team's, negotiating position. Well, he really did. Uh, we only batted 297 last year, you know. And, uh, you know, we like 300 hitters, but 297 is almost 300. Yeah, almost 300. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I know you're trying to say that he's as good as uh, Johnny Johnson over there, but Johnny Johnson's batting 303, and over the lifetime of a season, those extra points kind of add up. So I don't know if he's worth the 25 million. I mean, he may be worth 22 million, but I don't know. Oh yeah, well, how about this? You know, well he do. Well he came in a little heavy. They'll say those things to the agent. They'll even be mean to the agent. He's a piece of shit. Fuck him. They'll say that, but the agent will come back to you. Well, they're really they're being really tough. I uh, ain't negotiating it. Not th- I think they're trying to. Yeah, my my agent was, my agent knew me well enough to know he would come. He would come back to me. You know what? They said you're too fucking short for the role. How about that? <laughs> you know? And they said hey, you yeah, your reading sucked. And I go, oh okay. I guess I got better work on my reading a little bit. Can't do anything about the height thing, but uh, you know, I thought the reading was pretty good, but I could be better at it. Hurt my feelings. I knew they were saying some people would say mean stuff, and I knew executives said mean stuff. That's why if that, if I was in this situation, I'm going, S. Anthony Thomas has a podcast, that bastard, and we're we're putting him in our movie, and he won't promote his fucking movie to his podcast audience. Yeah, the movie made four hundred million dollars, and you paid me six dollars. Fuck y'all. <laughs> why would I promote your fucking movie, even if I'm in it, if you're boning me in the ass with your feet? No, I'm not doing it. I can generate more money for you. It's not like you're gonna give me money. It's not like you're gonna. You know how hard it is to pry money out of people, even if they're rich, and you you earn the money. You don't think so? Go to Walmart. <laughs> Every time you turn around, there's people protesting the Walmart company. You got all these people that own that own the company that are collectively some of the richest people on the planet, some of the richest people in history, making history, making profits and profits and this and that. They come into a town and all the other businesses shut down. So basically, not only are they making incredible profits because of their size and, and the amount of stuff they sell, but now they have no competition, a backdoor monopoly, but I don't know if we would call them monopoly because that might get me sued. What I'm saying is that they uh, <clears throat> are very have a very commanding presence in any market that they go to, but definitely I, I have nothing disparaging on a legal standpoint to say about them. <laughs> I don't want to get sued, fuck y'all. Now listen, but they have people making minimum wage, and they can afford to pay these people more money. It wouldn't make them not profitable, it would make them a little bit less profitable. But that will require giving a shit about the people that they perceive to be less than them. And like I said, it's the same thing in Hollywood. Kevin Hart should be making $10 million a movie. If he's making $3 million or $4 million a movie, like they said in the email, you're underpaying the dude. You ought to, you ought to cough up some more money in salary, let alone give breaking his balls, even if it's behind his back, because he won't go an extra mile to earn the money that you're not paying him enough of? Shut the fuck up. I love that picture of that executive standing there with Angelina Jolie trying to all buddy be all buddy-buddy and Angelina's perfect face looking back at her like, bitch, please. Fuck out of here. 
Because I've had people say things to me. Now, it didn't hurt my feelings, but don't say nasty shit about me and then come up to be smiling in my face. Hey, it's Anthony. And I didn't say, I'm looking at the guy like, you mother, you mother jumping, mother blumming, you knocking the hocking. But outside, of course, I was very tactful when the guy came up to me and smiling in my face. Oh, yeah, you mean me, you mean me, the dude who's reading wasn't that good and who's too short? Fuck you, man. Then I body slammed him. And then, and then okay, I did not body slam anybody. <laughs> No, in, in seriousness, I, I have a thick skin when it comes to that crap. Even with uh, th- like uh, internet trolls and people coming, you nigger, you liberal nigger, ooh. And I'm going, really? You really think you're the first person to call me nigger in my life? Really? Seriously? That's supposed to be some jackass who's probably in the basement playing with his balls and deciding to try to get picked into a fight with somebody who's actually trying to accomplish something? No, sorry. Night next. Doesn't even move the needle. And if I was Kevin Hart, it wouldn't move the needle either. I would just be sitting there going, okay, I got two films left with you, you piece of shit. And um, I don't necessarily have to come back to your company. You see, when I leave, another company is going to go, well, he left that company. He was underpaying him. We might have to come up with some more money to get this guy to do our movies. And I'm sure that if you were paying Kevin Hart exactly what he deserved to be paid for his movies, he would be very, very happy, especially if you gave him a piece on the back end and not that bullshit piece off the back end that they used to do. Oh, you're going to get you're going to get um, uh, you're going to be a really, really big participant in the net profits. Nice try. Nice try. Nope. Gross only. Nice try, though. Nice try. But if you gave him a piece where he could feel his other work, his social media come down on the bottom line and, and increase the money he gets, I'm sure he would help out. I mean, it's not like he's not doing radio. He's doing radio and TV and this and that. He's doing all the promotional stuff. But the social media stuff is his. And he gets to do what, what he wants to. Maybe you should have written that, written that in the contract, dick faces. <laughs> So to those who wrote me and asked me what I feel about it, that's what I feel about it. Don't be surprised when people in power who got a lot of juice and you're underneath them and they think you should do what they want them to do. Get a little upset. Say some nasty things. Say some mean things when they don't think you're going to hear about it. They didn't necessarily need need a hack. Some hackers to come in there and, 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 and let people know that those douchebags are saying that shit. You should just assume that. I assume that, you know, go to, go to a, if you, if you go, if you go to a, if you go to a, a, a business right now, just a regular supermarket and you're a customer and you, you probably, you might even be making more money than the person behind the counter, but they're the ones that have to do ring you up to let you out of the store. And you're just a fucking customer. Oh my God. I've actually heard them uh, go Two people in different uh, uh, cash registers talking about people that were in the store before. Oh, that guy was such a fucking asshole. I hate his guts. Oh, my God. I just want to, like, boil myself when he walked out. I know. He was disgusting, wasn't it? What a piece of... Oh, God. I hope he never comes back. Fuck him. Okay. <laughs> you know? So that's what people sometimes, if they think of you as less than them, that's how they feel about you. Sometimes. Okay. Let's be honest. Most of the time. <laughs> but let's keep it real you listen to me you listen to the S. Anthony Says podcast so let's be real much like me if you're hearing this let's just let's be honest you and I are much much better than everyone else 
We're better. We're incredible. We're more evolved human beings. Anybody listening to my podcast is the best. They're better than other people. In fact, let's just start saying stuff about other people because we're better than them. Look at those other human beings that exist at the same time that we do. <laughs> Look at that guy over there. What a loser, right? Yes, he's a loser. Thank you, people listening to my podcast in different countries for agreeing with me. And look at that lady over there. I can't stand her. People listening to me in different countries in increasing numbers. What do you feel about that person? We agree. She sucks. Thank you for saying that in unison, the podcast audience that listens to me on a weekly basis. I love it. Thank you very much for agreeing with me that we're better than the rest of these humans. <laughs> Unless they start listening, in which case, you know, then, then you're, you're also one of the people that's better. <laughs> because you might have been a person who at one point was not listening and then started listening after this episode. And then at that point, you would realize that I was saying disparaging things about you as an individual. And my podcast audience who agrees with me. Don't you agree with me, podcast audience? Yes, we do. Okay, fantastic. You would realize that they were talking about you. But I want you to know right now that even though you were less than us, because we're better than everyone else. Now that you're a part of the SAS fam, my friend, you are better than other people. And there's nothing wrong with being less than us. When you become part of us, then you become great like us, damn it. So just enjoy the fact that you're part of the SAS fam and that you two are great. I mean, a little less great than me because I'm, because I'm, 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 I'm the, you know, SAS fam stands for S. Anthony says family. And since I'm S. Anthony, that means y'all are my family, which means I'm the head of the family, which means I'm a little better than y'all. But y'all are still better than everyone else. But I'm a little bit better than y'all. <laughs> but then again, if I just did this whole segment talking about how people who are better than other people think that they're better than other people and say things negative about other people that would probably imply that I say bad things about you guys when the microphone is off but which is not true of course I definitely don't say anything let me hit the pause button for a minute what a bunch of freaking <laughs> I am so much better than my sass fam <laughs> I mean they're better than everyone else but I'm the the s this the head of the sass fam and because it's the sass fam the s anthony says family and I'm s anthony obviously I'm better than them <laughs> I mean, come on now. I mean, everybody knows that I'm better than my fans. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, they're great and better than everyone else, but I'm better than them. <laughs> and this light is still on and they can hear that. I'm just kidding. That was part of the joke. That was part of the sketch. That was part of the funny part of the, the, the podcast segment. <laughs> can we edit that out? You can't edit that out. Should I just stock the segment? Because I'm, I'm there's, there's a whole lot of people listening to me and they're going to kick my ass. Segment over. Gotta go. Well, cats and kitties, dudes and dudettes, you know what I've noticed? And this is a kind of a weird thing. And yes, that's me shifting in the chair because the heating pad almost fell on the floor. And I kind of need that on my back because when I did the first segment of this and I said that I injured my back, I wasn't kidding. I'm on a little bit of pain medication and my back is killing me. But damn it, I do my podcast anyway, damn it, because I love the Sass fam. Anyway, but you notice what's really weird is we don't pay attention to... Um, people that are close with when they're talking <laughs> right they'll say something and it will just go right through one ear and out the other one and we just begin treating them exactly the same way as if the information was never put out there like when i hurt my back earlier today i was out with somebody else and i and they were carrying something and i just couldn't participate in carrying it i mean the back my back still this is this is hours later my back is hurting too bad for me to pick up anything heavy so i had already said to them and i'm walking funny oh yeah my back my back so the guy Obviously, when I said my back was hurting, he didn't hear me because he go, he takes something heavy. He goes, here, catch this. And he's about to throw it. And I go, whoa, 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 whoa. And he catches it at, before it comes towards me. He, he, you know, and he goes, well, what's wrong? What's wrong? I go, did you not 
did I just not tell you my back was hurting? You're going to throw something that's 50, 60 pounds in the air for me to catch, which under normal circumstances wouldn't be a problem, but it's kind of a problem. Did you, would you think I was, I was standing at this weird angle for no reason? Oh, sorry, man. Would you say anything about it? You know, the whole trip over here, you dumb bastard. <laughs> hey. And I figure, well, you know, it's, it's easy. Maybe he's having a bad day. Maybe it's just the one guy. Not a big deal. Um, you know, on my way home, I got to stop off at one more place and I'm just going to go lay down and, you know, take my medicine and, and put me. I see another guy. Hey, I say, well, oh, man, you know, I'm glad to see you, man. And let me ask you a question, man. We have a little conversation and I, and I tell him about my back. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So you want to go to this new club right now? It's, it's a club I wanted you, you to see. We can try it out. It's this new hip thing, man. It's just the greatest thing in the world. It's this new hip thing that, well, it's kind of a trendy thing, really. See, there's a new thing where every time we walk into this new club, a really big guy punches you in the lower back. It's the new hottest thing. Everybody's trying it. What? Did you not hear that my back was hurting? Your back's hurting? Oh, man. Yeah. Remember when you picked me up from the hospital? You know that place that had a big sign that said, this is the place when people who, who fall down the steps and mess their back up get their backs fixed because their backs need to get fixed? And we both were joking about how long that sign was and what it should have just said hospital instead of all of that. Remember that? No, not really. I was really, I was kind of listening to the radio. Okay, you're kind of an idiot. <laughs> and it's not just regular people because you know how it is. Like I said, people don't listen to each other. They really just don't. I saw it happen in an interview on a morning television one time. They were interviewing a guy, and I could tell the lady wasn't paying attention to him. She, she was so busy trying to look cool and try to look professional that she wasn't being professional. And this is not gender-specific. I've seen dudes do this crap, too. But in this particular case, it was a lady, and she's interviewing the guy, and it goes a little something like this. So I understand that. You grew up on the mean streets of Detroit. Oh, yes, it was a very rough childhood. You know, it was really weird. I, I was, even though it was kind of a rough neighborhood that I grew up in, I was kind of safe because, you know, I'm six feet tall now, you know, and uh, I'm actually the runt of the litter. My four brothers are all six feet eight, you know. So even if I'm in the photo with them, even though, like I said, I'm six feet tall, I'm not exactly a short guy. I'm, I'm actually, you know, taller than average. Uh, I actually look like a, a little little short guy next to these guys. Ha ha. Then he goes on to tell this story and the audience is going nuts. Hey, funny, ha ha, charming, ha ha ha. Applause breaks. And she goes, oh, that's that's interesting. That's very, very interesting. Yeah. So do you have any siblings? What? Yes, do you have any brothers or sisters? I, I know what sibling means. I mean, I just told a, a 10-minute story about my four brothers. I said I had four brothers, and I, I'm, I'm six feet tall, and they're all six eight, and I, I told a little funny story. I even, the, the audience even laughed and applauded about it, and... You know, I told a story about how you know I'm the runt of the litter, even though I'm a, I'm a I'm a pretty I'm a tall guy compared to the average height, and you know four brothers. I, I told the story about the you know, four brothers, so siblings. Oh, you tell oh, that? No, oh, oh, yeah, that's my fault. Okay, that's no problem. That's no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what city were you born in? What? You you started the segment by saying you introduced me by saying I was born in the in the mean streets of Detroit back in the. You, you said it, you said it, you read it off the teleprompter. You just said, like, 11 minutes ago, that, you know, it, it, you really don't, oh, 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 well, that's, that's, too, oh, okay, I know what you mean, sorry about that, sorry about that. So let me ask you a question. Okay, okay. What's it like being a woman in the industry? Oh, come on! This segment is entitled Sexiest Middle-Aged Dad. Dad meaning guy. I'm standing here in this suit 
with a beard that's my wife and kids over there and there's a sign up there that says sexiest middle-aged dad what the hell oh okay <laughs> you know we don't listen to each other but we will definitely listen to what other people are saying we will listen if it's somebody else if two other people are talking we will damn sure listen to that and you know you will You'll you'll listen to it, and if somebody's fighting, you'll stop to watch it. Everybody talks about how reality television sucks and how much it blows and how much it's beneath us and all of that. And the only reason we say that is because we want to look good in front of other people, but we know damn well we love all that crap. Come on. You mean to tell me if you're going out, let's say you're leaving a, a, a store and you bought whatever you wanted to buy and you're walking out and you see two jackasses about to get into a fight, whether it's a physical or a verbal altercation, and you did you, it starts to look good. And you know, daggone well, you are not walking out of that store. You're going to sit there and look into your bag and pretend that you're trying to look for something, even though you only bought a pack of gum and you're going to spend the... I'm going to just look in this bag and make sure this is actually gum that I just purchased in this bag. <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure it says Wrigley's on it, but I'm not sure if it's actual gum. I might have to keep flipping this thing over inside the bag and looking around and pretending to check my pockets for the exact length of time that this altercation lasts. <laughs> but I'm not doing I'm not sitting here to watch it. I'm, I'm actually looking for something. It's over. Got to go. Come on. You know you do it. You know you do it. You will watch a fight. You will ignore your friend, me, who has a bad back and be prepared to throw heavy shit at them or try to suggest a club where you get punched in the back. You'll suggest that, but you won't pay attention to him. But if it's something going down, you'll listen to it. I was in a post office and I was sitting there and there were these two ladies behind the counter and they weren't working fast at all. I mean, they were just were working. They were like, boop, dee, doop, dee, doop, dee, doop, and the line was growing and people were in the line grumbling, saying despair disgusting things about these women's mothers and everything and how they, they, they stink and how the post office sucks and how everything blows and everything stinks and blows and sucks and the thing I didn't understand about these ladies well, they weren't even even trying to pretend like they were working hard you gotta at least pretend like you're working hard if you pretend like you're working hard people will give you the benefit of the doubt I've actually seen people be angry and then the people behind the counter seemed to be working harder as fast as they can and when they come up to the counter even though everybody in line is grumbling they will say to the person behind the counter it's not your fault baby i know that you you do doing the best you can they should just they really need to give you more more support and they, thank you thank you and they walk out but you got to at least look like you're, you're working hard. But they did not look like they were working hard. And one lady was in line and she started to get upset and mad and pissed off. And then all of a sudden, she tur it turned into the loud, obnoxious lady variety hour. Because she was just, look at these two bitches behind the counter. Look at the ass on that bitch. By the, you know. Look at that bitch over there. Fat, look at that fat ass on that bitch right there. I bet you one thing, if you didn't, if you would go back there and start getting people's mail faster and run back and forth and stop walking so damn slow, you probably would lose some weight in your fat ass with me so damn big, bitch. And all sorts of crap like that. She actually got out of the long line and was walking between, there was a, there was a space between where the people were lined up and there was a, uh, uh, in the counter. So, you know, if there was a one line and as, as uh, one of the counters op would open, you would go to that one. There was only two open and there should have been more, but she would, and another thing, and I think these two bitches is crazy, and another thing, and she was going insane and going off on them. And there were ladies in line co-signing, yes, that's right. And then she tried to get everybody involved in it. Don't you think that bitch is crazy, sir? Talking to me. And I'm looking up, looking at the wall, looking at the wall, not participating in this shit at all because I don't want them fucking my mail up. <laughs> 
Because I'm like, I know that you, they, 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 if they fuck my mail up, they can go, oh, human error. Because you co-signed that crazy broad who was calling his name. That's right. No way, Jack. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But I know one thing, even though I didn't want to participate in her, her screaming and acting like a jackass. When I got my stuff, I pretended to, I pretended to inspect my stamps until she got out of there because I wanted to see what she was going to do. And people should have been suspicious because I was inspecting my stamps for like 19 minutes while she was going, and another thing! And I'm going, this is rather entertaining, but I don't want to admit it. <laughs> we all do it. We all do it. You eavesdrop. You don't want to hear what the people you know and what the people you love want to say. You don't want to hear that crap. You don't want to hear about their problems. You don't want to take their problems into consideration because you love them. When you love somebody, you don't give two shits about what they're saying. That means love. The more you love somebody, the more you wish they would just shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know it's the truth. You know I'm telling the truth. If you're a wife and you're a husband, you love your husband. You jump in front of a bullet for that bastard. But if he talks to you for more than seven minutes, all you're thinking is, I'm going to have sex with you just so you shut the fuck up. I'm going to get... In fact... You know what I'm saying? I'm just, just it, it, if, if I have sex with this guy, he's gonna go to sleep, and then I don't have to talk to his stupid ass for three hours. That's exactly what you're thinking. And guys, you know what you're thinking. Like, why, why is she telling me about her day? Is, is there any way she could tell me about her day while I'm in her? Is there any way she could do that? You know, that's how you are. Now, those are extreme examples. You know what I'm saying? You know, daggone well, you love your spouse, you love your kids, but you want them to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I remember I was getting some air and there was this couple that were arguing and fighting and there was no, I, you could look at them and you didn't get any sense that there was any kind of physical anything that was going to happen but the thing about it was they were very 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 good at saying hurtful things about each other but because they were spouses like I said they weren't paying attention to what the other person was saying it was essentially every verbal swing, every verbal haymaker was ducked by the other person. It's like watching two really good defensive fighters swing at each other and miss. Because they, one would say something disgusting about the other, and the other one would say something disgusting, and the other one would say something disgusting. And every once in a while, one verbal jab would land, and the other person would go, What? Well, yeah, well, your mother's a, What? And then they would, it was just, it was, it was just an entertaining, you know? And I sat and I sat there looking like I was looking in the, I was looking in my trunk for like 17 minutes while this fight was going on. I don't keep anything in my trunk, but I was looking for something. <laughs> Only thing in my everything like my spare tire is under the floor of the trunk and my jacket, all of that shit and all the, the stuff that I keep for thick for flat tires. All of that crap is underneath the thing. So basically, if you look in my trunk, there's nothing in there. But nah, but, but I made I made it look like there was something in there. I can't seem to find anything. I guess I'll have to just sit here and listen to these two jackasses call, uh, argue with each other so I can talk about it on my podcast at some point. <laughs> right? But at least, at least I was, at least it looked like I was doing something. Right? But there was a guy in front of me getting air in his tires and he had finished getting air in his tires and the two people fighting wanted to get air in the tires. But they were so busy talking about each other's mothers and lying, talking about how bad the other one was in bed and how stupid the other one was and how the other one sucked and she sucked and he stinks and he's nothing and you're nothing and your mother's a whore and your father's a punk. They were so busy doing that the guy was trying not to laugh and he was trying to make 
filling his tires last as long as possible because he did not want to miss any of the show. <laughs> and he just kept going around front, front driver's side tire, front passenger side tire, back passenger side tire, back driver's side tire. He kept going around and around. He probably put about 20 grand worth of quarters in the damn air machine just so he'd have an opportunity to listen to the rest of the show. And coincidentally, when they got back in the car, keep in mind, after this vicious fight, they had a nice long kiss and he dug his hands deep in her ass and she grabbed his balls and they were like, yeah, let's go home. And they got the car and drove off. So they got all that fighting out of the way and they probably went home and banged the crap out of each other, which I also would not mind watching. I mean, no, I wouldn't. That's wrong. <laughs> but the guy had put so many, so much air in his damn tires. His low rider now looked like a fucking monster truck. And I'm going, damn, dude, they sell ladders over there at Rite Aid. You might want to get one to get in your damn car because you're seven feet in the air. You might want to let some of that air out. <laughs> but like I said, you know you listen to other people who are fighting more than you listen to the person you love. And I'm telling you right now, there's nothing wrong with that because let's be honest, the people we love the most, we see them all the time. They really ain't got anything interesting to say to us. What are you going to tell me that I don't know about you already? Huh? Nothing. But these two people over here fighting and talking about how awful they are in bed. I want to hear all about how this guy likes to put, uh, like, likes to have uh, his his wife put a peanut butter on his ass and smack him in the face with a Batman mask. I want to hear that shit. All right. I want to hear all about that because that's hilarious. And I'm going to use that with my next girlfriend. I mean, no, I'm not. That's wrong. <laughs> I just admitted something I shouldn't admit because that's kind of sick, isn't it? It's kind of sick. But if there's any girls out there who's interested in a dude who likes to be hit by a Batman mask with a peanut butter on his ass, I just want to let you know that you can write to the SN. Uh, mm, mm. Uh, um, like I said, <clears throat> uh, since you've been listening to me for a year now, a podcast audience, you should probably have uh, just ignored that part. You should pretend like you didn't hear that because you love me and I love y'all. And since we love each other, you, you, I need y'all to pretend like y'all didn't hear that. Segment over. Hello, you bastards. This is the final segment of the podcast this week. And normally I would have recorded this earlier. But uh, as I've said in the first reference in the first portion of this episode, my back is hurting really, really badly. And uh, it's really weird how, you know, uh, one little thing can make you feel like crap and it can affect everything else. It's just a, it's my lower back is injured because I fell and it hurts. And it, like I said, just the lower back, one little section of my body and it affects everything. Things that normally would be easy for you to do, effortless for you to do, things you would do without even thinking about it, all of a sudden become a major chore. Getting out of the chair I'm sitting in right now will be excruciating and I know it. Still got to get out of the chair, but it's going to hurt and it's going to take a while. Going up the steps, that's going to hurt. It's going to be excruciating, and I know it. Going to the bathroom is going to be excruciating, and I know it. Taking a shower is going to be excruciating, and I know it. And it's amazing. In fact, there's some things I had to cancel that I was going to do today because I will not be able to drive the car because of my back injury. And I know I'm going to be fine. It's not a, a permanent injury. It's, it's, it's an acute injury that's going to heal, and I'll be fine. I'll be back to 100% soon enough, but... It's amazing how one little thing could mess everything up. There's certain things that I wanted to accomplish today that I can't because of the back. You know, taking a shower hard, all those kind of things. And it's amazing that that doesn't just apply to physical things. It's amazing how one little tiny thing in your big life can mess everything else up 
<laughs> and you know what I'm talking about. I'm thinking about young S. Not current S. Current S doesn't allow that. But young S allowed it. Young S would not be able to function at work when his girlfriend was mad at him. I'd be at work and I'd be sitting there trying to do my sales when I had to do sales and, you know, in HR and all of that kind of stuff. And I was upset and, you know, in between interviewing people to see whether or not they were you know, right for the company I was working for at the time or, you know, do giving them tests in the human resources department or doing sales when I was doing sales in the same company before I moved to human resources. Oh, my. I was just, you know, somebody would do the test and I'd, they'd leave and I'd, I'd be with you in a moment Mr. Thomas there's another one coming in oh I'll be with you in a moment please and I pick up the phone how are you doing you alright uh, what did you call for I just wanted to make sure that we're alright I'm still mad at you just leave me alone click and then a the whole day sucked and if I had and if it was a time when I was doing sales the sales would suck because I couldn't concentrate on the sales one little part of my life, little tiny thing, a little fight with a girlfriend. And it's not one particular girl, but it was a couple of girls in a row back then. And that messed up everything. You know, when I when I was trying to get on the stage to do some comedy or whatever, and, you know, I wasn't performing at the highest level that I'm, you know, the level that I'm normally, that I'm used to performing. Couldn't do it. I was so, I hope she's all right. I hope she's not still mad. I hope she's still my girlfriend. I hope. Because <laughs> I was a punk. <laughs> You know, and let's be honest, don't act like that never affected you. You're a punk, too, in some ways. Don't act like you don't have your punk moments. Don't act like if your wife is mad at you, it doesn't mess you up at work. Of course it messes you up at work. You know, Dag, I don't care if you were doing plumbing or roofing or you could be sitting there knocking in some shingles on the roof. I can't believe she did that shit. I'm, 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 I'm trying to be a good man and she's going to treat me like that. Boom. Uh, dude, um, you're attaching a shingle to a window. Did you not hear the glass breaking? Speaking of breaking, my heart's breaking because she's a... <laughs> Don't tell me you didn't almost get into a traffic accident because uh, he, your husband, said something dumb on the phone when you were on your way home. I can't believe he did that shit. <laughs> and you ran a stop sign and got a $300 ticket because you were thinking about that bastard. Of course you did. And that's one little part of your life. One little part of your big life and you allowed it to mess everything else up. Because I was thinking about that. I was thinking about it. I mean, if that floor was a little more dry and I didn't slip. Now, keep in mind, I can't sue myself. I tried, but I, I know too many things about me because it was at my own house, damn it. I was going to sue me, but I would then have pictures of me and I would use it against me in the court of law. I'm really vicious with me like that. That bastard. But if that hadn't happened... You know, the thing, things that I wanted to do today to accomplish today would be accomplished, but they're not going to be accomplished today at all because I'm not going to be physically able to do those things. Now, granted, that's where the that's where the comparisons stop, because as soon as my back is back to normal, I'm just going to go right back to what I was doing. But I remember what that was like. Now, current S is, is, a, is a whole different thing. I, uh, current S has had. Uh, girlfriends act like complete jackasses and be completely crazy and do dumb crap and I would go to work and function at the highest level and it wouldn't affect me at all why? because I'm not a punk anymore like right now my back is killing me and as you know and even though it doesn't sound like it in my voice if this was a video podcast you'd be looking at my face going is someone stabbing him in the foot right now because he looks like he's in pain but he doesn't sound like he's in pain yeah well I am <laughs> In fact, the laugh I did just now really, really hurt. Really, really hurt. <laughs> Why am I laughing again like this does not hurt? 
What the hell is wrong? What the hell is wrong? Hold on for a second. Uh, sorry, I had to reposition myself in the chair uh, to stop these spiky pains in the elbacco there. Uh, so, so what I'm saying is that you know we we have to be cool and and not make and make sure that uh, little parts of our lives don't affect uh, the other stuff. You know, you got to compartmentalize sometimes. You know. Like I like I very easily could have just said, you know what, this, today's podcast is going to have three fucking segments, not four. Fuck that. My back hurts, <laughs> you know, but I like to finish what I start, you know, because hopefully by the time uh, next week's podcast is around, uh, comes around, um, I'll be pain free by then, hopefully. But what I'm saying is, you know, I was just thinking about that, you know, just. Yeah, it's it's okay to compartmentalize, man. If there's something that's going a little wrong, do like a do like your computer does, you know. Quarantine that crap, you know. Quarantine that crap over there, you know. If you got somebody who's acting like a jackass in your life, whether it be your spouse or a, or a friend or a coworker who's jack who's being a jackass, just compartmentalize that crap. Don't come home angry, you know, because some jackass act like a jackass at work, and you come home and what do you want? Hi, daddy. Uh, who knows if I'm really your daddy? You know, don't, don't <laughs> you know. You know, don't don't come home with that. You know, um, I've gotten really good at that, at uh, making sure that I keep the poison away from you know the things that are nourishing. So that's what I would say to you, you bastards. You know, my lower back is not affecting this podcast. I'm going to complete this podcast, and uh, it's going to be done. And then as soon as I finish recording and editing this crap, I'm going to lay down, take some more medicine, put a heating pad on my back, and veg the hell out. I'm going to compartmentalize that, put the pain over there, still get done when I need to get done, which is important, which means this, this is because it's important to me. I like doing the podcast. So if you have a problem, you weird bastards, move that crap to the side. Don't let it affect everything else because you don't need to do that, man. Your life is big, man. Your life is huge. I mean, not in the grand scheme of things. In the grand scheme of things, when you factor in the size of the solar system in the universe, you ain't shit. But that's that's different. I'm talking about just in regular life, your life is huge, and it should be treated as as such. Other parts of your life should not be affected by the jackasses that are a part of your life. Get out there and do what you need to do. And what I need to do is end this segment and lay down and hope this shit stops hurting. <laughs> segment over. Okay, you weird bastard. This is the this has been a very, very excruciatingly pain filled episode of the S. Anthony Says podcast. <laughs> Starring your suffering host, S. Anthony Thomas. <laughs> I want to thank you guys for uh for coming back as you do every week. Much love to you. Uh the home base for this podcast is S. Anthony Says dot podbean dot com. You can also hear this uh podcast on Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and iTunes. Please uh, feel free to subscribe to those things. Do that, you bastards, and uh, give some five-star reviews, and please feel free to use terms like delicious chocolate genius and god of podcasting. Feel free to throw that crap in there, because it's, it's true, right? It is true. It's not. Yes, it is. Shut up. Just do it, damn it. Just, just do it. I'm suffering here, damn it. Okay? I'm hurting, damn it. I would feel better if you would bring back some more people to listen to this crap and then, then write some nice stuff on the damn reviews, damn it. Uh, that's what, like, once again, I just want to thank you guys for coming back. It's It's been a pleasure to hang out with you cats every week, and I will continue to do so because I love doing this. 
Much love to you, Sass fam. You are the coolest. You're the greatest, you bastards. You're the greatest. I am S. Anthony Thomas. This has been the S. Anthony Says Podcast. Hopefully, I will be pain-free by next week. But if not, I'm going to do this anyway. You know why? Because I got love for you, you bastards. I'm out of here. S. Anthony out. Go! S. S. Anthony.